Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. If you ever hear somebody say emphatically, this is the way I am, be suspicious. How do you bring someone information about themselves that they're dedicated to not seeing? It doesn't matter what words you say, your tones are everything. Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. How well do you know yourself? Is it possible to know yourself too well? And do you identify yourself as being a responsible person? What if the idea that you're a responsible person is actually in your way? Most people problems inevitably come down to responsibility, and most responsibility problems come down to the illusions we tell ourselves. Keep listening to find out more. For more information about the many benefits of clear and open membership and how to get the help you need in conversations like this, go to clearandopen.com. Now let's dive in. We all have self-images. We all have a self-image. A self-image is a noun. It's a thing. And it's a picture we have of ourselves and the way we are. And some of it is true. But inevitably, some of it is not true. There's not really a problem with having a self-image. But there is a problem when you believe it. And when you hold it as a noun, this is the way I am. If you ever hear somebody say emphatically, this is the way I am, be suspicious. Because it's not really productive to have that clear sense of who you are. There's no wondering in that. You could say, well... From my experience and my sense of myself, this is who I believe myself to be. But maybe there's aspects of me I don't even know about. Or maybe there's capabilities I have that I don't know about. So the, the self-image is actually a, a stagnative thing. It's not helpful. It can be useful early on, like when you're a teenager. But it eventually becomes a ceiling. Because you know yourself too well and you start to limit your own possibilities. So the responsibility paradox is a a specific application of that. It has to do with the self-image one has around being responsible. If you survey a thousand people and ask them how important responsibility is, a big majority of them, maybe, you know, 99%, they're going to say, oh, responsibility is a good thing. They're going to say that. And then if you ask them how responsible they think they are on a scale of one to 10, you're probably going to get answers between like eight and 10. But that answer is a self-image. And here's why. Because of the responsibility paradox. Because irresponsibility masks itself by definition. How many of you have ever had the experience of calling someone on something they did that was not responsible? And they tell you, but I'm a responsible person. Had this experience? That's the self-image you're talking to, right? And you want to say, look, I'm not talking about who you are as a person all the time. I'm just talking about this one thing you did that was not responsible. 
but they go to this excuse of like, they're basically saying, but the data you're giving me doesn't fit my self-image. That's what they're saying. But I'm a responsible person. I can't take in this reality, this aspect of reality you're bringing me because it doesn't fit with the made-up reality I made about myself. That's what's going on there. That's what's going on, if the facts are the facts. And, and this is what happens. You know, All the science shows when, when you, it's called the backfire effect. When you bring people data that goes against a very strong belief, it, causes, it reinforces the belief. If you want to scream right now, that means you're understanding what I'm saying. That's what happens. It reinforces the belief. So as a manager, this is where the accountability path comes in. The accountability path is a method for circumventing or navigating this difficulty. How do you bring someone information about themselves that they're dedicated to not seeing? How do you do that? Because you can't just, to someone who has a strong self-image of being responsible, you just can't say, hey, you did this thing and that was really irresponsible. They'll just go, what? What are you talking about? I didn't do that. And it backfires. So that's why instead you do things that are more like, you know, you start with things like the nudge and the notice and, and you go, oh, I notice, I noticed that such and such didn't get done yesterday. Not you didn't do such and such yesterday. I just noticed that it didn't get done. See how indirect that is? And then that takes the, that's less challenging and gives them more room to own it for themselves. That's the idea behind that. And what typically happens, this is more accountability path stuff. What typically happens is that rather than making whispering type notices and, and nudges that are really soft in the beginning, managers will say nothing at all. And this happens with, in, in peer relationships too. It doesn't have to be a manager-employee thing. Rather than saying the soft things in vulnerable ways, we don't say anything at all because it's uncomfortable. And we think, well, I'll just look the other way and it's not that big a deal. And, but what happens is you're, val- you're doing two things. You're validating the behavior, whatever it is, because you're not doing anything about it, not saying anything about it. And you're also not taking care of yourself because what happens? the pressure in you starts to build up because it happens again, it happens again, it happens again. And then one day you say, hey, you didn't do this. That's totally irresponsible. And it's the first time they heard of this. But in your mind, it's not the first time you've heard it because it's been happening in your own internal dialogue. And then they feel ambushed. And then the backfire effect happens and nothing changes. Sound familiar? Super, super common. The, the answer is, again, vulnerability, having the courage to whisper, to, to notice, to nudge. Someone asked, can the notice be perceived as passive aggressive if not delivered properly? <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow, that was an incisive question. Let me ask you to say it again. Can the notice be perceived as passive aggressive if not delivered properly? Absolutely, and often is. So let me see if I can mock that. I noticed some people around here have been coming in late. Hear the tones there? If it's not a true wondering, if it doesn't open out, it has to have, a, have an opening wondering energy. If it's starting to tighten down, then yeah, it's passive aggressive. And people can feel that tightening down energy. And then you might as well have said, I think you're irresponsible because you're coming in late. Because the energy said that. Body language too can communicate that. You know, Are your arms crossed and eyebrows down? Hey, it seems like a lot of people are coming here late recently. You know, like... If your body language is communicating one thing or your tone is communicating one thing and your words communicate another, people listen to 
the context before the content. That's a really interesting linguistic thing. We listen to tones prior to words, which is a really great example of how context always trumps content. Boy, you look really great in that dress. See, there that's it does the words don't matter. The tone says everything. And people don't and people hear it. And that's why part of being the part of the very challenging, even crazy making part of being a leader is it doesn't matter what words you say. Your tones are everything. And the tones you use in a moment may have nothing to do with that, what's actually going on. Maybe you just, you know, only slept 90 minutes the night before and you're a little cranky and, and that's coming through in your voice. Then your, your employee might go, oh, no, they seem kind of cranky when they, said, when they said that. I wonder what they really mean. And, and that's why management has so much responsibility associated with it because you, you really uh, you really need to be on all the time. You're you're taking responsibility for your your impact in a way that someone who's not managing people doesn't have to do. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Be sure to visit clearandopen.com for the latest tools, articles, and free resources to help you on your journey. Thanks for listening and bye for now.